0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. Um, This episode is brought to you by another great podcast called Time to Parent. It's hosted by Julie Morgenstern, who wrote the New York Times bestselling Time Management and Personal Organization Guide, Organizing from the Inside Out. Now she's bringing those same organizational principles to parenting. If you're a parent, you're going to love it. It's packed with practical, honest advice to help you take care of your kids and yourself too. Search for Time to Parent wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. Okay, so this is podcast number 180. Find in my notes here. Um 183, I think it is. Um yes, right? It is. Okay. So, um 183 and I'm calling it Decluttering the Whole Messy House. Um And I'm. This is an answer to a question from uh, one of you. I'm kind of going back through some questions and comments that I got over the summer. Not that I've ignored ones that came before the summer. If I never entered yours, but anyway, it's kind of like I just go back to my little file, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like something fun to talk about today. So anyway, um, that's what I'm talking about because it it can be overwhelming. Okay. When you just look at the whole overall house, that's overwhelming. Before I get into that, I want to make sure to remind you about my tour schedule for this fall. Um, I hope to get to see some of you. So one of the main ones that's coming up really quickly, I think it's, um, it's like two weeks maybe, um, is, uh, the nest fest. And that is in Midland, North Carolina. And I will not be speaking there, but I will be um at the Nest Fest, which is like a, a big um it's like a big party basically. It's got all these different um, you know, fun, crafty um home if you know the nester, I mean, she's like the, this amazing woman for home style anyway. And she's really funny too. But anyway, she has hosts this nest fest on her property. I think the limit is a thousand tickets is what they sell. Anyway, I will be in the author barn at a certain time. So I will try to make sure that I let you know that time, um, that I'll be there and I would love to get to meet you there. So, um, that one will be a little bit more casual because I I will be just there. So, um, if you're going to go, make sure you email me so that I can be sure that, you know, I get to meet with you. Okay. Um, and then I'll also be at the Adelia Road Library in Dallas in, um, later this month. So check my speaking page for that. And I'll also be in Phoenix in November at a pinners conference. So I would love, love, love to get to meet and see you there. And I will be speaking both at the one in Dallas and the one in Phoenix. So go to aslobcomesclean.com slash speaking for uh, that information. All right. So here's a question. This was actually a comment on the um podcast. I think it's podcast number seven, which is hard to believe that I ever had a podcast number seven when I am now on podcast number 183. Anyway, um, here, here's the comment on that one. That podcast was about containers and limits and how they'll change your life. I refer back to that one so much because the container concept is life-changing. It just flat out is okay. Understanding it and all that. So anyway, so here's the question and it's, it's kind of, um, anyway, I'll read it for you. Question for you. I have a long, that's three N's and three G's way to go to declutter my house. I love the container concept. And for some things, it totally makes sense and works for me. Like uh, the number of cups I can keep in my cupboard or the number of trainers I keep on my shoe rack. For more things than I care to admit, though, I have never really designated a home for them. Ever since, we've lived here and they're everywhere. I have no concept of enough. Asking the question of where I would look for an item might generate the answer of the grocery bag on top of the three random boxes of stuff on the temporary storage station I've created with a folding table. When the truth is there may be six more of that item stashed in equally random temporary places in rooms all over the house. Things like yarn for projects, plastic food containers, clothing, school supplies, tools, etc., I don't have good designated homes for too many things. This leads to my thinking about the decorative boxes because I've got to start somewhere. This in quotes, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I feel like I can't move forward because I know temporary solutions is not the way to go, but it's too big of an issue to figure out permanent solutions all at once. Okay. Um, here, there's so much in that. Okay. And, but at the same time, oh my word, this could be a question of any of us, right? Any of us who have started from totally being overwhelmed and way too much stuff in our house. And we're like, wait, I think this might actually work. Wait, how do I actually implement it? Okay. So that's, that's where I'm going from, because this is a, this is a question I guarantee you a whole lot of you guys have had at some point. All right. The real question that I see is there's so much, how do I make a plan? Okay. Like there's so much, you know, how am I going to be able to do this? How do I make a plan? Well, my number one thing is don't make a plan. Just start decluttering. Okay. We are not, my issue was wanting to make a plan and wanting to figure out how it was all going to work before I actually got started. What actually started to make an impact on my home was going ahead and getting started, even though I didn't have a plan. Now because I have worked through my house because I went ahead and got started saw the impact of what I did and the small things that I did and how I did things as I started to figure that out I now have a plan to share with you but I don't want you to get hung up on the plan okay I want you to go ahead and get started okay and I'm my goal is to help you go ahead and get started Just so you know, Um, I have books, which probably, you know, you figured that out earlier with the whole nest fest and I'm an author and I'm going to sign books and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, I just, I'm, I'm just going to say it, you know, decluttering at the speed of life talks you through this entire total process. Okay. The whole thing. So you can get that Kindle, Audible, wherever audiobooks or regular books are sold, I mean like go into Barnes and Noble and most Barnes and Nobles should still have copies, um unless they've just totally sold out. But anyway, um but you know, wherever you like to buy books, go get that um because that is the overall guide to doing this. I still don't like to call it a plan because a plan I tend to want to sit down and write things down and not actually get started. And what actually starts to really make an impact is just going ahead and getting started. Okay. So also remember you are just decluttering. Remember, I'm giving you permission. You give yourself permission because I gave you permission to just declutter. Decorative boxes that are the thing that you're itching to do because you've got to start somewhere, that is not the place to start. Start with decluttering. Okay. Decorative boxes are organizing and that's later if ever. Okay. That, that is not the place to start. Start by just getting rid of stuff. Okay. Grab the black trash bag. If you overall are just like my whole house, grab a black trash bag, do a decluttering tour of your entire house. Okay. Just getting the most easy, obvious trash and just start putting stuff in your black trash bag. It needs to be black so people in your house can't see what you're putting inside of it. Okay. That's why we use, we don't use, um, white trash bags. If you only have white trash bags, use that. But I'm just saying go ahead and start throwing away trash without worrying about all this stuff, because that will get you moving. It will get you thinking more realistically. It will help you go, wow, there's stuff in here that I did not need to be stressing over, you know, and what else might be under a pile that I don't need to be stressing over. Okay. But I want you to remember too. Okay. First of all, um, don't make a plan. Just start decluttering. You're just decluttering. You're not organizing. There's nothing to figure out first. Just start getting rid of things that you don't need. Get rid of the easiest of the easy stuff, the trash. But I also want you to remember the visibility rule. Now I have a podcast on, I think I have at least one, maybe two that are just like full on about the visibility rule. <coughs> Excuse me. Because the visibility rule is how you gain traction. And I think that's one of the things that is what you're wanting here. Okay. Is traction. You're looking for traction. I don't see how I can ever get traction. The visibility rule is everything. Um, the very basic, explanation of that is the visibility rule is start with the most visible spaces. First, put your energy into visible spaces first, because you're going to be able to see your progress. You're going to be able to inspire yourself to keep going instead of expending all of your decluttering energy on a space you never see. And then thinking, well, what's the point of decluttering? My house doesn't look any better. Okay. But in those podcasts, I talk about how that builds on itself. Okay. How you declutter one room first you know, your most visible space first, and then you come back to that because you're inspired to declutter again sooner. You come back to that room. It only takes you five minutes instead of three hours. And then you move on to the next one. And That's how you really gain traction. I won't re go over all that, but what I do want to say is visibility would mean starting with, as you declutter and you, you know, you're saying the whole house. So as you declutter the whole house, I'm just going to guess that the grocery bag on top of this is a quote, okay, from the question. The grocery bag on top of the three random boxes of stuff and the temporary storage station I've created with a folding table. That right there is probably one of the places you're going to start with the visibility roll, okay? That that's key. You're not going to start with the craft table that you know, or or the the craft organization system that you set up that one time. That's not where you're going to start. You're going to start with the most visible out there clutter. Okay. So the, that's where the, the process, the five-step process is going to start with this, this, let's say that this is in the dining room or in the entryway or in wherever we're going to start with this visible mess and we're going to pull just trash out first. Okay. Without worrying about it being perfect or what am I going to just start pulling trash out? Okay. Well, it's a little bit less and it's a little less overwhelming. Okay. Then I'm going to do easy stuff. Things that do have an established home, things that you don't even have to ask decluttering question number one about things that you're just like, Oh, why is this here? Because the reality is a lot of times when there is a folding table with random boxes of stuff and a grocery bag on top, a lot of times other things just magically like end up there because it was kind of this random place, random place. Well, it's a big old random pile anyway. I don't know where to put this random thing. I'm going to stick that there. Or people just set things on it and it blends in and you never meant to set it on there. And now you've been wondering where the stapler was for all these years or whatever. But Instead, you know, look for those easy things, things that have an established home. And then, you know, look for the things that are does. Okay. Clutter does things that you go, Oh, well this can obviously just go in the, the donate box. Okay. And that's part of that. Look, look, always look, it's a pile. It seems like it's probably all important. But I'm gonna make myself look at everything in it anyway, because a lot of times what I'm gonna find is that there are things in there. Once I look at it, I go, wait, what? Why do I have this? And it goes in the donate box. And then that reduces the overall volume of mess, makes me feel less overwhelmed. Okay, so I'm starting with this visible thing first. I'm reducing the overall mess. Remember that it may feel like at first you're going to be going slowly. But once you are working on trash first and that went pretty easily, it's like, oh, well that wasn't as, you know, that actually made an impact and it didn't take me very long at all. Where you had looked at this mess and thought that's going to take forever. Okay. But you, oh, it's better after just a few minutes. Do the easy stuff. Oh, this space is actually getting better. Sometimes it gets to where everything in that space is easy. Sometimes it's not. And we'll get to that. But commit to no stuff shifting. Okay. And that's, that's the thing up here is, um, part of this question was, I know temporary solutions is not the way to go, but it's too big of an issue to figure out permanent solutions at once. Okay. I think temporary and permanent, the way that you're thinking of that is part of the issue here. Okay. No stuff shifting. Everything has to go to its home, but the word permanent I think what you're really thinking of is absolute best, like final, this is how I'm going to want my house to be forever. That's what, that's what it seems like permanent means in this. Okay. Temporary would be stuff shifting, but maybe what you're thinking of as temporary is not the absolute best, the way it's going to be forever. When maybe a better way to say that is imperfect solution. Um, so I'm trying to think of an example, looking around my own living room. Um, but you know, an, an imperfect solution to something it's, this isn't the style that I want to have. This isn't the, um, absolute best way to look at something, but instead of thinking of it as temporary, which equates with stuff shifting, instead think of it as imperfect, Like technically this could be here for the next, you know, five years and we'd be fine, but a pile, I don't want to be there for the next five years, but some sort of imperfect solution is more. Okay. See what I'm saying? That's like words that, um, I, I think it's the way it's the mindset. It's the way you're thinking of that. Okay. All right. Before I keep going, I am going to talk about our sponsor, Prep Dish, prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service that is, is designed to help you make healthy meals actually happen. You get a weekly grocery list along with instructions for doing all your prep work for that week's meals in one session so you can get dinner on the table quickly throughout your busy week. So last week, I was actually in the home of Allison, the founder of prep Dish. She's really awesome. We had a podcaster's retreat there and we made some amazing meals together. My favorite thing that we made, which was included on a recent meal plan was avocado cherry mousse. I know, right? Okay. But the avocado made it creamy and you didn't really taste the avocado, even though I like avocado, but it was, and then we used frozen cherries it was so delicious and creamy and frozen and satisfied my pretty much constant craving for ice cream. Okay. And it was very healthy. So, um, Allison is offering listeners of a slob comes clean a free two week trial. So you can see if prep dish meal plans work for you and your family, go to prep dish.com slash a slob comes clean to sign up. That's prep com slash a slob clean for a free two week trial. Okay. Um, So we were saying, commit to no stuff shifting, commit to, um, you know, putting things in their home, which decluttering question number one gives you the answer to where something is supposed to go. And decluttering question number one is where would I look for this first? All right. Now I'm going to address something because I I get this actually kind of a lot. It's like, um, I don't have places to put things. Um, I don't want to assume, but it is, it is a possibility that you're listening to my podcast and you actually don't have any drawers or cabinets or furniture in your house. Okay. It's totally possible that you don't. I'm going to guess though, that most of y'all do have all that, that you do have drawers and cabinets and furniture. I'm actually going to guess that a lot of us, um, a lot of y'all have more drawers and cabinets and furniture than you actually need. Okay. I'm just, I just said it. All right. I, I just, I just put it out there. Um, but the reality is most of you do have those things, but let's say you don't, let's say you actually live in a house with just boxes and no furniture and no cabinets and no closets and no nothing. Okay. Well, aren't you lucky is what I'm going to say, because you're going to be picking that kind of stuff up and you get to go ahead and think of your house as a container before you start bringing in cabinets and um, drawers and furniture. So as you look at your room with no cabinets or drawers or furniture, am I being sarcastic? No, I'm not. No, of course not. Not me. Um, but as you look at your room that has absolutely nothing in it, no place to put a single thing, um, and you do have to bring some of those things in, go ahead and look at that room as a container. Okay, Don't buy 15 different things. Look at, you know, to, to stuff things in. Instead, look at it as this is the actual space I have. This is the main thing that I need. I need a couch in this room. Bring the couch in. Okay. Get you your couch. Um let's just be honest. Most people here listening to this podcast have more than one couch and wish they knew how to get rid of their couch. Right. Okay. Anyway. Um, but I'm just saying in case it is possible, it is absolutely possible that you are in this situation and then look for your, um, you know, Acknowledge the reality of the space of the room with every piece of furniture that you bring in. Okay. All right. So that's my advice for you guys. But for those of us who do have drawers and cabinets and furniture pieces, that's who I'm talking to now. Okay. Um, Piles are never the place to put something in the decluttering process. Okay. So as you ask yourself, if I needed this item, where would I look for it first? that pile over there is not the answer. Okay. The answer is if there weren't piles, because that's my goal, where would I look for it first? Because we're, we're aiming for that. So where would I go first looking if there were no piles in this room? Visible, following the visibility rule anyway, means that you are dealing with the external piles. Okay. So you are dealing with the most visible piles first, because those are what's out in the open and you're, you're tackling Okay. Piles aren't okay. You're fighting piles. So that's never the answer to question. Number one. Um, okay. Don't skip question. Number two, question. Number two, there's a lot of times you don't even have to ask it. Cause if you can ask yourself, if you can answer the question, where would I look for this first? Then you don't have to ask question. Number two. But question number two is there for when you can't answer question number one. So if literally you cannot answer question number one, if you can't answer the, where would I look for this first? That's when you answer, when you ask question number two, and you need to be honest with yourself. Okay. Be honest with yourself of if you did not have a place to put this because you did not have an answer to the question, where would I look for this first? Then you ask question number two, which is, did I even know that I had this? Would I have even looked for it if I needed it? And that's where you have to get just super honest with yourself and say, I did not, I would not have looked for this. I would would never have occurred to me that I already had one. And I would have gone out to the store. I would have bought it. And I'm going to go ahead and stick it in the donate box because that means realistically, if I was not decluttering this space right now, I would end up with two of this item if I actually needed it. Um, and that's tough. I get it, but you had no answer to question number one. You did not have an answer to question number one. And so you would never have gone looking for it. All right. Um, so that that's a way to be ruthless. It's a way to be ruthless about Of these types of things, but let's say the question here you know, we talked about I think craft stuff specifically came up yarn, and what was the other stuff? Plastic food containers, clothing, school supplies don't have good designated homes for too many things. Okay, so yarn for projects that one's a little tough because realistically, a lot of people do not have a craft space in their home. Okay. But where would you look for it first? Would you look for yarn for projects in your master bedroom closet? Okay, that's fine. So you take the yarn to your master bedroom closet, master bedroom closet. Anyway, um, you take that yarn there and you get there and you go, oh my goodness, this space is a total disaster. Well, you're just going to one in and one out it. Okay, you're not going to be able to come up with the perfect way to do something but you're going to one in one out it. Okay. Because if the space is a disaster, there is something there that's easy that can just be removed. That's probably trash. All right. And so you're going to one in one out to create the space for that. It's not done. That space is not done. You're going to get to that space later, but it is not visible. So it doesn't get to happen right now. You're going to go back to the space that you were working on this temporary table, you know, piled with boxes and grocery bag on it. Okay. That's where we're working right now. So as you found, found that yarn that you wanted to go, um, that you would look for in your master bedroom closet, you go take that there right now. Okay. And then you went went in, went out it. Um, so it's wherever you would look for yarn. Yes. Realistically, you're saying that you've got yarn all throughout the house. I get that. Okay? And it's probably in my situation when that kind of stuff happens, it's because every time I have brought new yarn home, which I don't bring yarn home, but you know what I mean? I have had yarn thinking I was suddenly going to be a knitter. But um that kind of stuff is usually because I've been asking myself the question when I would bring something new home, I would ask myself the question, where should I put this? Not where would I look for this first? All right. But if you are answering the question, where would I look for this first? It's your instinct of where you would go first, which means that as you keep working through the house and you uncover other things of yarn and you ask yourself the question, where would I look for this first? It's going to be the same place. Okay. Or maybe it'll be one of two places. I don't know. But It's that instinct of the, where would I actually walk when I needed to find yarn? Where would I actually go and look first? That's where this goes. Okay. So all those things are eventually going to end up in the same place, which then you will be able to implement the container concept. Okay. Because you've been pulling things out one by one to make space if you needed to in that space. And when you get to that, space and you start, um, you know, you work on the master bedroom closet and, uh, as its own thing, because you've already done so much visible other stuff, I guarantee you, you, by that time, you're going to have a different view of stuff and clutter. And you get to that master bedroom closet and you start just pulling out trash and you're like, wow, there's a lot more space in here than I thought there was. Happens to me all the time in my master bedroom closet, which gets recluttered and has to be decluttered again, again, and again, and again, and again. Um so you're doing that and then you get to this point where um you're consolidating and you're like okay I am in here I couldn't actually get to that top shelf but that top shelf is where I would put the yarn and so you're putting all that up there and you're putting it up there and you go oh yeah it doesn't all fit up here and that's when you implement implement the container concept for that space that's up there cuz remember a container is not a container a container is just any limited space where stuff goes okay All right. So plastic food containers, let's say on this visible space that you're working on, um, you find plastic food containers. Where would you look for plastic food containers first? Where's the first place where you would look? Well, it's probably in a kitchen cabinet, unless you don't have kitchen cabinets, but we're going to assume that you do. Um, it's in a kitchen cabinet, All right. So you go take those to the kitchen cabinet. You get there, that kitchen cabinet is full. You either realize, Oh, I never needed this one. I don't know why I picked it up at a garage sale. Um, but I did, uh, I don't need this one. I'm going to go take it back and put it in my donate box that I had at my project anyway. Or you go, Oh, this cabinet is the place where I would look for, um, plastic food containers, but I open it up and there's not enough room for this one, but I really do need this one. What else is in this cabinet that's easy? Oh, there's that coffee grinder that I brought home from my mother-in-law's house when I was cleaning it out. This is personal experience here. There's that coffee grinder. We haven't used that in the year since I brought it home. I'm just going to, donate that. So I have room for this thing that I actually need. So that's the one in one outing of that. That's easy. Okay. Because it was a duh. When I actually said, what do I need? What can I remove from this space quickly? Not working on this space, not decluttering the space, just simply what can I remove to make the space for this item that I would look for first here? Okay. Clothing. If there's clothing piled on this temporary table that's set up with boxes and blah 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 on it which is not outside of the realm of possibility for people like me. Anyway, but if there's clothing there, that's not where clothing goes, okay? So um you know, we're we're getting rid of this visible pile. And so I take it where I would look for this item first, my closet or my drawer or whatever, and I just one in, one out to make enough space for this item in that space. Okay? So then um, I work through everything on their school supplies. Where would I look for school supplies first if they weren't in a pile in the living room? Where would I look for them first? Okay, so it's I think it's that good designated homes. That's a trip up right there. These are things from the question: permanent solutions, temporary solutions. Instead of thinking of you know good designated homes is where you would look for it first. Okay, it's just flat out that's the answer to that. Permanent solutions. It may not be a beautiful, lovely, perfect cabinet, you know, you may not like your kitchen cabinets. It might not be a lovely place to put things, but you know what? It's not temporary. It's just imperfect. Yes. Maybe one of these days you're going to have an even better thing, but I will tell you, go ahead and declutter, get rid of the things that you don't need get rid of the does, get rid of the trash, put things in there, you know, use this process to get through. And you're going to realize what kind of organizing, organizing solutions will actually work best in your house. And that's not saying that decluttering is just temporary. It's saying that declutter it, get all the stuff out that you don't need. It becomes easier to use that space, easier to function in that space. And then over time, you're either going to go, Oh, I'm actually just fine with it just like this, because I don't have a bunch of other stuff I have to move around to get to things. Or you're going to go, you know what would really help here? One of those little shelf dividers that would really help here because of whatever, because you've lived with that. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, here we go. Okay. So, um, visibility. So you have worked first on that space That, um, was the pile of the boxes and the grocery bag on top, blah, 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 that visible space you've worked on is gone. Okay. Unless the table for some reason needs to stay there and that's, you know, that's fine. You don't have to do that later if you need to, but that space is done. And then you move on to the next visible space and we haven't stuff shifted anything. We've just taken things to the place where we'd look for them first, which is their home. All right. There was nothing to buy. There was nothing to arrange. There was nothing to shove or stuff or shift. It was just a matter of eliminating this visible piece, part area, whatever of clutter. First, I'm going to move on to the next most visible clutter. Okay. What is the next thing that I have stopped seeing because it's been there for so long, but if I just kind of shake my head and close my eyes and open them, I go, Oh my goodness, that looks awful or if somebody walked in the house, I would be, Oh my goodness, how have I not noticed that before or whatever that, that right there, that visible clutter first, working on that following the visibility rule is what's going to help take you through the whole messy house issue. Okay. So I hope that that's helpful and just kind of how things work together. You know, it's not a, I don't know what the word is. I'm wanting to say it's not a linear process, but maybe it is. I don't know. Math people forgive me for even bringing that up and not having idea what I was talking about. Anyway, it's, it is, I mean, it, it's, it's not a pretty process, but it's a real life one, you know, and the more you can remember, the more you get things out of the actual house, so you're not stuff shifting. You're not going to have to go back and do these things again. And I think that's sometimes a big part of the issue is when when I had been, when I had actually been stuff shifting for so long, that's what I thought was decluttering. And that's why I didn't understand why I never really made progress. And so it wasn't until I really changed my mindset on so much of this stuff that I started to make actual real true progress in my home and got that traction because that's what we're all looking for. Right. Okay. Thanks for joining me today. Um, don't forget that I will have information in the show notes on, um, these different things. And, um, don't forget that I have a special secret Facebook group for those of you who are patrons, um, who are just such lovely people. If you would like to be a patron of the show, um, you can be invited to that Facebook group. It's a perk for those who are patrons, um, at the $5 a month level or more. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. That's P A T R E O N.com slash a slob clean. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.